the heck the guy where I am Big Heck here with Sandman. Bring you episode three of our podcast. Sandman, how's it going? What's going on, Big Heck? You excited for episode three? Hey, hey, hell yeah, man. A whole new week, new day, new episode. I'm ready to go. You know what? I think we're only going to get better, man, as we go along. That's what I'm hoping. That's why I keep telling myself. Man, that's what I'm hoping for, man. So, <laughs> so what's going on, man? How you been? Let's see. The week's been all right, man. Nothing really crazy. I'll tell you what. The week is trying to figure out what the hell do you do throughout this damn pandemic. Apparently, we're still living through a pandemic, right? Hey, you know what? I, I learned to cook, man. I, I'm learning to cook and get better and better. I always thought you could get down. So, you're telling me you just like Shit. putting some more stripes on that? On them Dude, sleeves? I learned... And this was not by watching the internet or watching YouTube. I just threw my spices together, man. For all you listeners that are not in Southern California or in Houston or Vegas or even up north, there's a spot called Boiling Crap. Everybody knows the Boiling Crap here in LA, right? Oh, yeah. I sure learned about it. I perfected the recipe. Oh, now they're going to come after you. You know that, right? Hey, come after me. I perfected the recipe, man. They're they going to be like, they're going to throw them darts right in your neck and be like, no, we can't have our recipe can out there. I got it. I got it. I got <laughs> it. I'm going to start catering parties going forward. But you know what? That's like a big thing out here in, in uh, L.A. as far as like the whole Cajun thing, because you got cake and crab. You got all these spots that and, and they do a good job, bro. They do a good job. I've actually tried a few of them. But I got to tell you, I've, I've tried it myself. I can't say that I've gotten close to what boiling crab is like. Shout out to Boiling Crab. You know, we'll take some free stuff any day of the week. Love Boiling Crab, but I don't need to go no more because I know how to do it now. And But I've tried before in the past. It's never came out quite right. I even did it for my goddaughter's birthday party. Still didn't come out quite right. But this time, I got it to the T. Love it. Perfected it, man. Well, you know, while we social distancing during the show, I'm going to have to probably hit you up at some point when this whole thing dies down. Because this whole entire week, all I've really been focusing on is just, you know, making it through from Monday through Saturday. And that's about it. Yeah. Well, you know, you're always welcome as long as you're COVID free, man. Yeah. Things are starting to open up again, man. So things are definitely getting better. Looking forward to just getting out there. You know, the weather is starting to get better, even though from time to time you got that those cool nights, but at least midday, you got this nice sun. It ain't too hot yet, so just got to get out there. So so that's what I did today, by the way, man. In talking you to our, so, so in talking to our producers, man, we decided to have a new segment. Oh, okay. Tell me more. Uh, yeah, I, I know. We left you out. We left you out of the production uh, line up here. But we decided to have a new segment, man. So I decided to get my daughter and my wife, get in the car. We took a drive to Chino Hills. Uh, it, it was a good, what, 40-minute drive up there, you know, just enjoying the scenery and everything. And we drove up specifically to go try Roll 'em Up Taquitos. Now, they're not sponsoring us or anything. But I saw them on Instagram. They look good. We drove up there, went to try them. Got a little bit of everything. Got a couple of uh, potato taquitos, chicken taquitos, beef taquitos. We got the elote, you know, with the Mexican corn. Is it a full Bomb. restaurant? Uh, you know what? It's it's more like a fast food restaurant, believe it or not, man. We ordered through the drive-thru, but it is... They got big heck seal of approval. So, I decided, the producers and I decided... 
Right. And, and, I'm not and, even and we're gonna, sorry. I'm, we're we're sorry we didn't include you in this. We wanted yeah, to surprise I'm let you. Let that one then, slide. Yeah, but we wanted to surprise you on the show. We decided to have a foodie award, a hectic hour foodie award. Okay. And the, the very first, first one. the first foodie award is gonna go to roll them up taquitos. Oh, roll them up taquitos. You know, that why good? am I acting like I don't eat? man? They're that good. I that recommend good, huh? it. If you're in the area, if you're in Chino Hills, man, stop by. Or if you want to take a drive, stop by, get some taquitos. Dude, they, they're bomb. I'll tell you what. They're bomb. They'll, 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 they're bomb. All right. I'm going to have to say that that's, that's one half of their approval. And that's a big that's a big approval. So we'll have to try it at some point to see what's up. Cause I'm all, I'm always down for some good food. You know that I'm always down for some good food. Most deaf. So they get the first ever hectic hour foodie award. So that's the one I'm issuing. And, and, and of course, you know, you're going to be issuing some as we go. Uh, I'll be issuing some more, but the first ever foodie award from the hectic hour goes to roll them up. Taquitos. They don't even know it yet, man. I'm going to post it up and I'm going to congratulate them later on. But you know what? You know the first the first place I saw them was in on TikTok. I saw some um, TikTokers, whatever they are. Uh, they were rolling up in that area, and they went ahead and tried it out. And first time I ever saw them, I'm like, okay, the spot looks like it's legit. Might have to get out there when I have an opportunity to. But you know, now that California is starting to open up a little bit, you know, letting the rains open up, people can actually go out and do a little dining outside again. Maybe that might be something we do. It's about a forty nice. minute drive, you say. It's about a 40-minute drive. Okay. We went through Not the drive-thru. We ate in the car, man. Parked in the parking lot. Ate in the car. Totally worth it. And a nice day. You know what? Day. Whenever you guys are ready, man, we, hey, we'll let you guys follow us. Okay. All right. You lead the way. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll do it. that award to better know who you are by the time you get there next time. Hey, you know what? <laughs> because I'm giving them the award, they better know who I am next time, man. They better treat me like a geek. But you know what? Ultimately, the service was pretty good, too. So overall, good service. I mean, it looked clean, good food. I didn't even know what to order, so I ordered a little bit of everything. They got churro donuts. They were good, but by the time I got to the churro donuts, I only ate like two bites, man. I was I was full. I was stuffed all day. Well, as long as you out here giving some shout-outs, won't you just talk about some of the shout-outs of the day? So we do have some shout-outs. Uh, and, and by the way, man, thanks for correcting me last week. I was saying shout-outs. <laughs> Instead of shout outs, man, that, that, that I, I listened to the show and I'm like, what the hell am I talking about saying shout outs? So some of the shout outs go to uh, Devil's Blue Blue um, on Instagram. She she uh, reposted us. Thank you for reposting us. Go follow her. Uh, a couple of other shout outs we have. We got, you know, we got a listener. Talk from, to me. We got a listener from Germany, man. That gave us a shout out. Guten Tag. That's, yeah, my, well, that's well, my that's my greeting to you right there in Germany. Whatever that means. Hey man, I've been out there a few times, you know. Gru- Guten Tag. Guten Tag. That's Cafe Negro in Germany, I believe. <laughs> so no, that's our usually no, that's our user's name, man. Cafe no, no, I'm Negro just saying, from I'm Germany. Just saying, I, I mean, I've been out there to Germany, so you know, I got some of that German hospitality. You know, there's some spots. I mean, if you're talking about like Rolling taquitos, uh, talking about some German sausage, bro. That's that. That's it. That's some good stuff. That's it's getting it. It's going out there and getting it straight from the source. It's that good stuff around some that, bratwurst, some bratwurst, man. And it's it, it, it's some Frankfurter, all that stuff. It's it's really good. So 
I'm not giving no seals of approval just yet because I'm going to hold that thought first before I get a chance to get back out, back, get back out there again. But yeah, yeah. But shout out to um, our German listeners. And Anthony from uh, San Fernando Valley. All right. Right back down here at home. Hey, coming back down home, man. Full circle, full circle, man. But you know what? I can't wait to go to Germany. Oh, it's a good spot. It's a good spot. But but you know how I'm not gonna. I, I'm probably gonna take a boat because I'm not gonna catch an airline. Oh come on, man. I, I'm I'm done with flying, man. You... <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with the whole flying thing. Let me guess. You got something to say about this whole United flight thing? <sighs> did you see the Did you see the video? I saw the video, but I tell you what, you know, I fly. I fly a lot for work. I, I fly a lot for work. I haven't lately, but I usually do fly a lot for work, man. And if I'm on United Airline or Southwest Airline or whatnot, and I look out the window and I see an engine burning up like that, I I, I don't know what I would do. Well, I can tell you one thing: you probably freaking out for starters. If I know you, and the second thing, you ain't going nowhere, so you might just sit your ass down, let the pilot do what he's got to do. That's all now, you really can do. <laughs> now, you see, it, it'll probably be the opposite. I'll probably get up, knock the door down, kick the pilot out, and, and fly the plane myself. At that point, we're all going to die. So Fortunately, I might as well just no one I'm, died. All I might as well just take. Well, somebody took control of that. I well, hope somebody, it was a pilot. Oh, well, yeah, he did a good job, man. Okay, turned right back around, got guided back down. We're talking about Man. 231 souls that was on board that plane just freaking the hell out. Man, they better be thinking that pilot. One of the most craziest things, too, is part of that whole United flight. Besides the fact that, you know, this whole engine caught fire and whatnot, one of the flight attendants, she was literally just praying, praying that she would make it because all she was thinking about was, few years back her son was all caught up doing that whole parkland shooting school shooting so she was saying my son made it through the whole parkland shooting i don't want to be out here dying i need to live so take that you know what it's one of those things man my son survived the parkland shooting i'm gonna survive a burning up plane yep isn't that but, something? Yeah, I, I get nothing but respect to to those pilots and, and those. Um, and they're they're not called stewards no more, right? They're called flight attendants. Flight attendant, exactly. Flight, flight attendant. attendant. Yeah, we, we we're gonna get canceled, man. We're gonna get canceled. You calling them stewards, man? Don't be calling them stewards. That word never came up. Did, did that word ever come out of my mouth? I thought you just said it right now, but you know, <laughs> hey, you know, I hey, it's you. all it's all respect for I, for those folks, man. I meet them all the time. Like Always. I said, I'm, I've been mean. I've flown a couple of times myself too, both international and national too. So at this, in this rate, bro, I understand what that feels like. But you know, like about half these folks on board didn't know what really was going on. Unless you were sitting on that side where you saw what was going on, you really didn't know what was going on. So let me ask you a question. You're on that plane. You're sitting on that side where the engine is just fire red. It's burning up. Do you tell everybody else or you just keep it to yourself? No, do you tell everybody else because you freak out. The first thing is you're not gonna be able to you you're not gonna be able to hold on to that. How are, how <laughs> you think you're gonna react without freaking out? Everyone else is just gonna be like, if I'm going down, everybody else needs to know. <laughs> is that when you start hoping that Superman or Supergirl come or Iron Man comes out and just saves the It plane? don't matter. Marvels, it don't matter. DC. <laughs> Somebody at that point, to go at that point, you're not 
at that point, you don't care if you're a fan of DC or Marvel, right? Uh, yeah, you just, you're point, just hoping one of these superheroes comes. And, it don't matter. It, Shoot. It, it, oh it, it, don't, it could be one of them cartoons, man. It don't care. It could be Mighty Mouse. I don't care. You know, a lot of people know that, you know, a lot of people that know me know I'm not a very religious man, but I'll probably be praying at that point to every God I've ever heard of. Buddha, Jesus, Abraham. I mean, you name it, Muhammad. I'll be I'll be praying to every God. I I probably would turn religious in an instant if uh, I, I were to see that on a plane. I guarantee you 231 passengers just saw that life flash before their eyes. And they were, I I can't imagine the kind of the fear all in one. And you're all you thinking is like, what is going on? And your life just sort of flashes before your eyes. Cause you, all you can think is the worst. You see, you look out the window, you see an engine in fire. What are you thinking? What's holding up this plane and how the hell are we going to make it down safe? You know what? I'm thinking this is the way I'm going to go out right here. This is the way my life is going to end right here. Probably. I thought about that. I've, I've thought about it a million times. And, and that's probably for another show. We'll talk about that. But, you know, we always think, OK, so how am I going to go out? And trust me, nah, coming down from a plane like that is not one way I've ever expected it. So and I'm pretty sure all these passengers didn't either. Probably not. I've seen my life flash before my eyes, literally, many times, um, but never on a plane. You're probably thinking about all the stu- things you didn't do, all the people you probably didn't treat right, all the people you probably didn't tell them how much, how you felt. But you know what? That brings me up to something. I bet we got it. I think one of the questions of the week that we got might just be fitting for this. You know, the moment when you like saying to yourself, maybe I should have done this. Or am I going to regret this day because I never got a chance to do this? So you're absolutely right. One of our uh, listeners uh, wanted to remain anonymous, by the way. Okay. Did not. uh, So we're not going to mention their names. uh, Asked, how do I know if I'm ready to get married? We could probably speak to that because I think we've earned the right to to give our thoughts on that, right? Well, if married life was the military, I'd probably be a general by now. Oh, you putting yourself high on that pedestal. Oh, I mean, you know, you're probably what, a sergeant? Oh, <laughs> no, I'm an officer for sure. I'm definitely an officer. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm probably a five-star general too. Uh, don't put me in the low ranks, man. If anything, I'm, so, I'm, I'm a colonel moving up. So, so how did you know you were ready to get married? Bro, it, it all depends. Knowing in your 20s that you're ready to get married versus knowing when in your 30s that you're ready to get married, completely two different things. And I ended up in that knowing in my late 20s I was ready to get married. Why? Because it just felt right, bro. There's really no other way for me to explain it other than it felt right. It just, you, you, you might have gone, whether you've gone through different relationships, whether you've met different people, you just know. But I think, one of the things that you know is that person is out for your well-being, but they're not dependent on you, nor are you dependent on them. They just know that they're there for you. That's really, I mean, there's so much I can say, but I'll let you go ahead and give me your thoughts on it. And I'll just give a, a bit more on that. But I could tell you, it's one of those things that you say, you know, and it's hard to explain it for a lot of people, but 
over the years, it's gotten a lot clearer for me. You know what? I'm 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 in a point where if you would have asked me this 10 years ago, I probably would have gave you a different answer than I'm gonna give you today. Because I mean, 10 years ago, I, I definitely would have had a whole different answer to that. And what I would tell our listener that wants to know this, how does how do they know they're ready to get married? Ultimately, you I don't think you ever know for sure. Like, I don't think you're ever 100% sure that if you're ready, because no matter what, it's almost like having a baby, right? You're never going to be ready to have a baby. You're, I don't think you're ever going to be 100% ready or know that, you know what, I'm ready to get married or this is the person I need to be with. I think that you just need to analyze the situation you're in and take it in a perspective, in, in a manner or in a way where you're looking at it and you got to ask yourself the simple questions, man. Does this person make me happy? And then you got to ask yourself, am I allowed to be me around this person? Most importantly, because you can't be something else for all your life, for the rest of your life. <laughs> it's yeah, going to come you, out. Yeah, you really can't try to change who you are. You got to be happy. At the end of the day, it's about happiness. And if this person makes you happy, then that's how you know. All, all else... And, and and love, of course, right? And ultimately, the last question you need to ask yourself, and, and this one's going to cause controversy here, is, is this the best I can do for me? <laughs> you have to. You have to ask that question. Uh, is this the I'll... best I could do? And I'm going to tell you why I'm, I'm telling our listeners that they need to ask this question. Because you don't, you know, I have a daughter, man, and I want her to make sure that she asks that question. Is this the best I could do when she's about to get married or she's going out with somebody? Is that the best I could do for me? Because I don't want her dating somebody that's not good enough for her. And I'm not what, saying, I, it, but I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about that guy in the bus pass. No, but that's I'm not your... talking about the guy. I'm yeah, not but that's about the guy. That's, that's the father in you right now, man. No, that's but not, I'm, that's te- not... I'm telling everybody, man. Oh, but no, but, 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 but that, that, that's see, the father no. in you right there talking. That's not no. the person who's, am I ready? It's more like, um, are you, are you right for my daughter more than am I ready? That's what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. But let me explain where I'm coming from. The thing is, is that person using you? And if that person's using you, you could do better than that. And that's what I mean by that. No, I get that. Can, can I can I do better than this person? And if the answer is yes, because this person is not making me feel, you know, to the level that I'm supposed to be, you know, it's not making me feel great about myself. It's not making me happy. Then you're not ready. That's not the person for you. All I can tell you, I can put it in the simplest form. It's an easiest form. It's one of the things that's out there that most dudes, most cats, when you listen to a rap song, they say, I need a ride or die, bitch. Well, you need a ride or die woman and need a ride or die man. That's how it works. About, some- about, about 5, 10, 2, 20 with scars on the thighs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's, it's, it's got to be like that. It's got to be someone who's willing to call you out on your BS, but at the same time, they're going to be your greatest motivator at the same time, man. That's you know what? It. The best advice I could give any female or any guy out there, if anybody ever tells you, if you think you're in love and you guys are going to get married, whatever, but if they ever use this line on you, leave. 
leave right now. If they ever use the line, Go I got stuck there. No, I got stuck there, man. You, you get know, a little emotional because you're thinking back to the 10 years ago when you when it was like, <laughs> nah, 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 nah. what it is? Yeah, I know <laughs> shit, dude. If I go back 10 years, shit, it'll be a whole different conversation. No, <laughs> if, if, if a person ever asks you the simple question, do this if you love me, or if you love me, you'll do this, or if you love me, you'll do that, that's not the person for you. That's the if. Love does not come with conditions. If you love me, you're going to do this. If you love me, you'll do that. I already told my daughter, man, if anybody tells you, if you love me, you'll do this, leave. Get the hell out of there. Because See, somebody now, that loves you, somebody that loves you that. is never, somebody that loves you is never going to put you in that situation. I could co-sign that. I could co-sign that. And you can't co-sign, you know, not loving, you know, not marrying somebody that's, uh, you know, that's not good enough for you. Oh, and you no. see, you see, you see what, you see, this is what I'm talking about. And I think this is where you're getting confused. I'm not talking about somebody that's not good enough for me because the guy has a bus pass. I'm not even talking about like, I'm not talking because he doesn't have like a job. I'm talking about this guy's, uh, you know, three time felon <laughs> selling dope in the corner. And is, is pimping me out. That's why that that's the guy that ain't good for you. Amen. You're too good for that. Now, that's now, what I'm talking about. First if, the and guy, foremost, if, if the guy's not making you happy, and at the end of the day, you're working, your happiness is coming from making him happy or her happy. You need to get the hell out of there. You can do I'll better tell you than what, that. Man, that's you can do it. better than that. I'll say it even more. If your happiness, than that. nah, man. If your happiness, um. If your happiness revolves around the other person's happiness, you're not ready to get married. That's not even about that. You're not ready to be in a relationship if you can't figure out what's toxic versus what's not. You know what I mean? Because all that stuff you just talked about, it's all toxic BS. It, but how many toxic relationships haven't you seen out there? Well, that's why that's where they need to stay. They need to and stay that's, as relationships. And, that's, that's and, and, and I'm putting them out there. You got to leave that stuff You know, you ask, you ask a question, you know, not you, but our listener asks questions. How do I know? This is how you know. If, if these signs are there, like you said, it's toxic. You don't need to be in it. Man, it sounds like you've had to leave a few in the back in the past. Oh, dude, I told are you we, I had that Are one. we digging some dirt right now? Dude, I told <laughs> you I had that one girl I was breaking up when she told me, hell no, nah, you, no, you're not. So I've had a couple of toxic relationships, but, you know, that's all I'm saying, man. You you cannot be ready to get married or right, to move right. forward with somebody if it's toxic, I, if, if 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 there's a lot of uh, uncertainty. I'll tell you what. The one thing I never, ever really short myself on is a lot of things I don't short myself on. I don't short myself on making sure that I surround myself with the right people. So if I ever detected the little hint of toxic, dude, I was the first one to drop and roll, roll out. I am. I'm not, I'm, you're not even getting. You're not even getting an opportunity to explain what I just witnessed. It's like, not nah, all right. You know what? It's been nice knowing you. I don't think this is the right way. Neither one of us need to be in this. Okay, let's just go ahead and broker our peace and see you later. And it's always worked for me, bro. It's always worked for me. <laughs> I am famous for that, not just in relationships, but also friendships. 
Yeah, you got to be willing. Uh, yeah, we I, adults. I mean, I, I'll, I'll cut you in a dime, man. I'll, cu- I'll cut you in a dime, man. I'll be like, you out, whether it be a friend, acquaintance, or anything. And, you know, a lot of people call me an asshole. I am. Um, but I'm not going to keep somebody around. And I'm not going to sugarcoat it either. If you, if I don't like you, you you know I don't like you. So I hope, I hope we answered the question to our uh to our listener t- today. Okay. All fuck, right. Fuck, fuck what anybody says. Fuck what Big Heck, Sandman, your mama, your daddy, your brother, your sister, your friends, your girlfriend. Because let me tell you something. Your girlfriends are your biggest haters and, and your home and your homies. They're always your biggest haters. But that's that's for another show. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what nobody says. It, it's all about how you feel, how that person makes you feel, and how you make that other person feel. And if it, like you said at the beginning, if it feels right, then it's right. Stay That's away how you from know. that drama. That's all I can tell you. Stay away from that drama. Ain't you ain't got nothing but a short amount of lifespan on this earth. You don't need that extra drama. It comes in every angle, but you ain't got to invite it inside your house and lock you inside with it. That's all I can tell you. Amen. Amen, yeah. brother. Uh-uh. You don't but need you know that. Who I'm feeling, but you know who I'm feeling bad for? What's that? I'm feeling bad for Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head, man. <laughs> Why? They they done locked themselves in a the house and now they got to deal with one another? No, they're done. They're done. There's no more Mr. Potato Head or Mrs. Potato Head. Oh, wait a minute. That sounds like news. What do you got? It's just Potato Head. Potato they're Head. They're doing... So I had to do some research, which okay. I'm not. You're our research department, by the way. Mm-hmm. But um, I, so I just did my style of research which is basically reading the news and asking uh, you know asking people be like, i'm hey, sitting pretty i want to hear this one <laughs> so so doing my research i came to discover that mr potato head is no longer mr potato head it, it, it is miss it is potato head only and the reason they do that is because they want to do gender neutral okay so when i heard that i thought Gender neutral means that he just doesn't identify as a man or a woman anymore. So Mr. Potato Head doesn't identify as, as a Mr. or a Mrs. As long as he's adding sex to um, toys or but or <laughs> potatoes, but okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm listening. Where is the story going? <laughs> I mean, what, what I'm saying is this. I get it. I get it. I get it. You don't, you know, you want Mr. or Potato Head to be gender neutral. You don't want him to be a him or her. Well, why it. not have a Potato Head and a Mr. and a Mrs. Potato Head? I guess right? you can. I mean, it's all about the accessories, but, right? But they're saying that there's no more Mr. Potato Head. Okay. You know, I, I sound hurt. I sound hurt. That's because I am. I get you. So I'm trying to see it from two different angles. Now, are they really trying to be, you know, all about being all inclusive and understanding where we are in the world today and how we, you know, our sensitivity level has expanded to really get on to understand? Or is it all about the mighty dollar? What do you think? You know what? At this point, I'm, I'm so confused. I don't know. I don't know what the hell is about. All I know is that there's no more Mr. Potato Head. It's just Potato Head now. We'll put that as a research. You want to have to figure out when that comes out. I want to be able to be the first one to go ahead and buy one of those just to kind of see. Well, they're out already. They're oh, coming they out. Yeah, are you they? go to Mattel. Yeah, they're coming out, man. They have like a whole line of potato heads. They got okay. kid potato head, big potato head. I mean, they, they got all kind of potato heads now. 
So how does that work exactly? If you're just gonna have uh, hell of I know potato, and then you're gonna have. I mean, I don't. I don't mind it. I'm. I'm not hating against it at all. I guess you feel. Hey, I'm really not. Make it... I, I'm not hating either. Uh, man, man, my daughter was explaining this to me. There's a he, a she, her, uh -huh. he, him, right? They, them. Um, I'm always but, open to being enlightening, so I uh, looks like. But I don't. I just don't get it, man. I I, I don't get it. Maybe, maybe it's a subject we shouldn't be talking about because we don't understand it fully. What? But I mean, it's but at the same time, it's, we might be. You know why I think it's just fine because we probably springing it on a lot of our listeners too. They probably yeah. react in the exact same way. See, the one thing so, about our show is we react to things as they come to us. So. Yeah, well, I asked I asked my daughter this, and she got offended, of course, because you know it's Generation C. I asked her, so people are being called what they want to be called now, right? So you know, if a female wants to be called a he/her or mm -hmm. she/her. She, a guy's called a he/him. Some are called it/they or whatever, or they/them, whatever. So I, I asked her, can I be asshole fucker? Or asshole motherfucker. Oh, you took it there, didn't you? Yeah, and she, she got mad at that. She's like, mm -hmm, you can't mm -hmm. do that. I'm like, why not? It the whole gender neutrality is just a whole movement. It's just about understanding how people feel, how people react. It's about it's really more I, about making sure that the equality is being spread out evenly, man. It's about policy, feel, it's about language, I, I feel, social I institutions feel, and structures. It's all that, man. That's what it is. I feel I'm an asshole sometimes. Hey, sometimes you got to learn your level of assholeness, if that's the word, and then figure out how you how you overcome that sometimes. So if I'm an asshole, why can't I just be called asshole? I, I, if that's, if that's, if that's my preference. Feel, if that's how you feel. But if that's, that's my preference. Like, if that's my preference to be called asshole. Mm. Or motherfucker, why can't I be called a motherfucker or an asshole? I'm just saying. I feel you taking this to a whole different direction. I'm just taking no meaning I'm just taking, with I'm the just L hole to L where... with the whole Mr. Potato Head. You know what? What it sounds like. I, you know, while I got you hot and calling yourself asshole, you might want to probably think about wearing a man skirt. Have you seen the latest fashion that's out there right now? <laughs> I got you on high. I've seen so it. I figured I'd turn that up one more, I've seen one it. more notch. <laughs> you see, the thing is, you thought you were going to get me by bashing that. Dude, I think I'll wear one. Oh, I didn't expect that. You didn't You didn't see that one coming. I did not I see that one I, coming. I mean, you got to think about it, man. Wearing the skirt, the boys, you know, the boys free. Walking. Well, you know, I, I, definitely, I definitely wouldn't be wearing the underwear with it. Now, ladies, calm down. Ladies, calm down. Oh, I'm not going to give a free peep show. Right, that's for my see. OnlyFans. That's for my OnlyFans. You're only trying to take it back to the like the Roman and the Greek days. That's what you're trying to take it back to. You know, skirts was first worn by man's man. wear before it became a woman's um, item. Don't they still wear? I mean, I know they're not called skirts, but don't they wear like kilts in Scotland? Yeah, thinking way back, we're talking about military costumes like Aztec warriors, all of that stuff. Still to this day, is something that people still wear to this day. I mean, right now, the whole thing, though, the movement, if you're thinking about fashion movement, when fashion really came to be, it just sort of like disappeared. And people try to bring it back 
a lot of times in the 80s and the 60s and the 70s. And now here we go again, trying to bring it right back around. And it's probably coming at the right time with the, with our whole gender neutrality. So it's not long before you start seeing it. And I don't know. This is 2021. Question to our listeners. I might have to question, reserve myself question, a, blue, a, blue, a blue one. Or question to our listeners. Do you guys want to see Big Heck and Sandman in a skirt? In a man's skirt. Not not a female skirt. A man's no, skirt. It's just a skirt. They just call it a skirt. I'm going to call it a man's skirt. I mean, you got togas. You got kills. Uh, it's just a skirt. I wear, I, wear, I wear a toga. I was hoping somebody in my family or somebody I know threw a toga party. But hell, I'm 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 forty something years old. Nobody's ever thrown a toga party. Hey, but you gotta get yourself that high fashion. I'm talking about like the whole Paul Gaultier, you know, the George Armani's. You know, I'm I'm sure. Dude, I'm gonna go the whole nine, man. I'm telling you, <laughs> no draws though, man. That's that's where I draw the line. No fucking draws. Oh yeah. uh, man, but yeah, I, I think I wear a man skirt. I think I, I definitely wear a man skirt. I mean, hey, like I said, it, it it it'll give me character. But you know what you gotta do? You got yourself. You gotta get in that gym and start working in them calves and them, and them quads, bro. Ah, uh, dude, I got some sexy. Uh, calves, if, you, if if you gonna put that attire on, it's gotta be something to look at. Oh, you haven't seen my legs, bro. Okay. Why are you fl- Why are you flirting with me? I'm man? just saying, brother. Stop flirting with me. Aren't you married? <laughs> I'm just saying. If you're If you're looking I'm, to I'm, don I'm that, I'm a married. I'm a married man, dude. You offend uh, me. Oh, is that what that is? You can't take a compliment. I'm just letting you know, if you're going to try to don that, be ready to make sure them, them calves are, you know, pumped. Dude, I, hey, hey <laughs> I got some sexy legs. Okay. That's all I got to say about that. I'm like Forrest Gump. That's all I got to say about that. All right, y'all spot Big Heck out there in them streets. You let him know, okay? <laughs> well, I'm asking the question. If we're going to post it up. You guys answer, should Big Heck and Sandman wear a man's skirt? And if we, get over 50, if we get over 50% answered yes, you'll wear a man's skirt. If we get more than 75, I'll wear a man's skirt too. Oh, it's got to go a lot beyond fair, that. Point. Fair, fair enough. It's got to go. It's got to be. We got to talk. We got to. Okay, to 60%, 60% of the people say you wear a man's skirt. You wear a man's skirt. If I'm 90%, about to make, I'll wear one. If I'm about to make my debut, it better be like some high fashion. You know what I mean? It's it's got to be the Gucci of all skirts. I wonder if Gucci does sell man skirts. It probably works now. I mean, this stuff's out of right now. Obviously, it's high fashion. Uh, it's the French just trying to bring it back again because they failed at it back in the '80s. They try to do it in this and hey, even in our neck of the woods. I'm talking about like well, neck of the woods being California. So. It was even advocated by this whole by this uh, Stanford engineer. His name was David Hall or something. I don't know if you ever if y'all out there ever know who that guy is. He's a he wanted to advocate for men just wearing skirt because it made it easier in these warmer climates. And you know we live out in hot ass California. It's perfect for that. Let them boys well, breed. Let them well, boys breed. When you said from our neck of the woods, I was going to say, ain't no way in the world I'm going to be walking around South Central LA with a man's skirt on. You just gave the I, listeners I, I a whole... Shot. I get shot. <laughs> well, I didn't say I was going to wear it in the South LA, man. I'm, I'm probably go down to, you know, Santa Monica or something. Wear it. I ain't going to wear it in South LA. I get shot down there wearing a man. What the hell's wrong with... They'll be like, what the hell's wrong with you? 
they ain't woke enough. We're that's what it is. Yeah. They just ain't well, woke you enough. know, they don't know that they 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 got they got to do a little research in the history to learn and find out that. I, look, this is how far back I researched this thing because I thought it was real funny to me. This whole Mansker stuff, when when the Romans were introduced to uh, pants trousers, they thought that was unmanly. So when the trousers. pants came up, so when the pants came about, it was the opposite. You know what, man? Nowadays, <laughs> I, I don't know what's normal anymore. So, I don't know what's normal anymore. So, so there you go, Manscourt. You know, Manscourt. We'll see. We'll see. ask the listeners. See, see what they think. See Do what you. they think. Do yeah, you. we'll go from there. I mean, we're not even going to talk about that time. I, 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 I had a whole full-on leather-clad nurse outfit for Halloween. Just because I was trying to win five hundred dollars in a contest. So when you say <laughs> you wore a nurse's outfit, complete with fishnet stockings, do it for the money. God, somebody help this man. <laughs> do it for the money. Please tell me you won. I knew I was gonna come and get you at some point. You you took that that skirt thing too easily, so I had to. I had something holding up in my holster on that one for you. Please, please tell me you won. Oh yes, sir. I did it for the money. Hey, hey, hey. What, what, what did you hey, win? I finished Please up, tell me I it was something up. like a thousand bucks. Please don't I say it was like. dollars bro. Well, $500, shit. I probably dressed as a nurse. Hey, man, I was in, hey, we talking about I'm in my 20s. Hey, get this, though. Fishing it up with, the, with some chucks, high-top black chucks. With fishnets. You know it. Oh, God. Somebody help this, man. I- uh, you don't know what to say, huh? Yeah, you know what? You left me speechless, man. Any direction I go here is is not going to be good. That, yeah, dude, you you definitely. Why why don't we move on to the next question, man? Don't, didn't we have another question from the audience? Oh, we sure do have another question. Let me take a look. Actually, you know what? This might be our final question of the night. Let me just take a look. Unless you got something to add here, let me read this exactly. What it says, "I've had a friend for the last fifteen years." We've been hanging out together. We our, our kids are hung out together, and come to find out, his daughter told me that she walked in and spoke to her dad and said, "Hey, dad, I just want to tell you something. I think I'm gay." So the daughter told the dad that she's gay. Yes. Okay. So the listener says, "How do I how do I speak to my friend about how to be accepting of that?" Or just how do you support your friend? Like, what do you say to it? So, so I'll go first this time. Go ahead. So I'll go first this time. First of all, it's, it's the year 2021. So your friend, to, this to our listener, so your friend should already be accepting of his daughter. Whether she likes men, women, both, hell, you know, nowadays I don't even know. Um, you know, he, she, or him, her, or it, she, whoever she loves, she's entitled to love whoever she loves. And your friend should be able to accept that. Absolutely. Absolutely. The, 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 the love you have for your child is unconditional, man. And you're going to love your child no matter what. Um, and you got to support him because you got to remember that you can't turn your back on your child because everybody else in the world is not everybody, but the world's already challenging enough. You know, um, I, I didn't grow up gay, but I grew up as a you know Hispanic man in South Central LA. That was challenging. 
getting doors to get open for you growing up, that was challenging. Now imagine being a gay man in South LA or being a gay female in South LA or just being a gay man or a gay female in life, period. There's already challenges and you shouldn't put those challenges as a parent in front of your child either. So you should try to make life easier for your child. And that's what you got to tell, you know, the dad, like you got to support, you got to support her, man. You got to support her. I agree. I mean, we've come a long way, but there's still a lot of things that we still, as a society that we're still trying to overcome. I mean, there's still a lot of, there's still a lot of hatred. There's still a lot of uh, ignorance out there. And I think the one thing you can do for your child is be their biggest support system. Because they're gonna need that. Because most stuff they're gonna have to navigate through a lot, and we're not just talking just talking about the stuff that we dealt with as kids, but there's so much more that they have to deal with nowadays. And we're talking about living their life in a fish tank constantly, constantly. Most we can death, always man. get away with things, you know, and don't have to worry about that showing up on social media a week later or a year later or two hours later. None of that stuff is any of that stuff we have to deal with. But nowadays, you know, these kids, I know sometimes we've called out of these adults, snowflakes, but I'm telling you, these kids, they dealing with a lot. So the best thing you could do oh. as a parent and as a friend is to be a big support system for that. Most and most have most have, man. I mean, especially sexuality, man, and especially uh it's so liberating nowadays, man. It, it's like it's okay to be whatever you want sexually. That's fine. I, I, I got nothing. You know, I talk a lot of shit, and a lot of people know me. I, I, I always talk a lot of shit, but I'm always supportive. You know, I got gay family members. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to point out who, um, just for respect for them. But I got gay family members, and, and I support them 100, man. And I better not ever hear anybody talk shit about them. Because, you know, they, they are who they are. And I, I'm, I'm going to support you 100 for you being you. You know what I mean? Just like just like they support me for being an asshole sometimes. <laughs> hey, that's what hey, you want to go hey, by, right? Hey, hey that's what I want to <laughs> go by. Just like they support me for being an asshole. I'm going to I'm, 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 I'm support them 100. And not just in their sexuality and anything. You know what I mean? Um, kids, you got to have their back. You got to have their back because life is so challenging, man. There's going to be so many obstacles put in their way as they're growing up, whether it's school, friends, relationships, sexuality, you name it. There's going to be so many obstacles put in their way. Why are you as a parent going to put another obstacle in their way? You know what I mean? Your best job is to raise them right, support them. And give them the best advice you could give them. Now, don't get me wrong. You're not always going to agree 100 with your kids. I don't think it's not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, it don't matter whether (laughs) whether it's straight, gay, whatever. It doesn't matter. You still. Yeah. (laughs) You still parenting regardless. (laughs) Exactly. You still don't put that foot, the the foot in the up their ass when it needs to be. But at the end of the day, you got to support them, man. And especially about the sexuality, man, because that uh, look, I love women. I love women. There's never been any doubt in my mind that, you know, being gay or anything. I love women. But 
if say my dad came to me, you know, growing up, be like, no, you can't love women. You got to love men. Nah, fuck that. You know, how, how are you going to tell me what I like? Right. Yeah, yeah. You know I, what I mean? That's I can't tell my daughter what she's going to like. Can't do she, that. But if, if, she, if she loves women, she loves women. She loves men, she loves men. If she loves both, she loves both. And you just got to support them. But you know, the one thing, though, you can take out of all of this, too, for the most part, especially being a parent, if you're doing the one thing that just really should come naturally, and for the most part, it does, you're going to be able to grow and create this beautiful, lasting relationship with you with your kids just on that level because you're growing and you're learning at the same time because that also kickstarts your thoughts and your mind and wanting to be more tolerant and wanting to understand a lot of things and wanting to be an ally to a lot of folks out there that may not necessarily react the way that you do by being inclusive and loving and I know most parents and all parents really should feel this way and I know I do you, you all you you you'll do anything and everything for your kids you climb forever you'll do whatever it needs but becoming an ally and making this world a little easier for for a lot of folks man we can use a lot of people like that we can use folks more folks like that so yeah thanks to the listener for bringing for bringing that question it's definitely yeah, something we're talking about yeah definitely worth talking about man and you know what um kids are going through a lot and you know not just kids you know teens young adults um nowadays they you know i like to give them a lot of shit calling them snowflakes and everything like you said earlier but (laughs) at the end of the day you know it's a new generation that they're going through a lot and uh, you know you as a parent you gotta support them you gotta be that emotional support system you gotta make sure you know i always tell my daughter man you know she she has a get out of jail free card and what I tell her about what that means is basically what it says. She's got to get out of jail free card. If she's ever in a situation where she needs to get out of trouble, she gets one call when she gets to call me with no questions asked. Okay. I could have used no a questions. few of those. I could have yeah, used a yeah. few of those. God knows I could have <laughs> used a few of those. Remember we talked about earlier, seeing your whole life flash before your eyes? Mm, could have used a few of those. I man. used one of those with my dad. I didn't know I had a free uh, get-out-of-jail-free card at the time, but uh, he gave it to me. He didn't ask me no questions. He came, picked me up, didn't ask no questions or anything. I got on, you know, never even talked about it to this date with pops man uh so i didn't i didn't even know i had that card but i was in a situation where either i was gonna get killed or i called pops to come get me when in doubt call pops (laughs) i called pops and i'm glad i called pops because i think i probably would have been dead by now um he came he got me um everything turned out fine he never asked one question man and that that that's where I got it from. I'm like, you know what? That was pretty cool. I'm like, and up to today, uh, he probably doesn't even remember it, to be honest with you. Uh, but you know what? I, I do. And I appreciated that. And now I gave that to my daughter, man, a free get out of jail free card. That sounds like it's a family heirloom being oh, passed down I'm, the line. I'm, I'm, most dev, man. <laughs> but you know what? I, I definitely got to tell that story one day. I'm not. Uh, to our yeah. listeners, man, it it's it's it was no bullshit when I said my life my life flashed before my eyes that time. But um, yeah, you know you 
you got to be that support. You you know, your kids have to be able to say, you know what, I can go to mom or pops anytime I'm in trouble. Hey, we hit a lot of topics today, but none other than can't wait for the listeners to tell us about this old man skirt. I want our listeners to actually start a petition to get Sandman in a man skirt. Oh, I thought this was like a, a dual thing. This ain't like just a me thing. Who wants to see a man, man skirt, big hack with them legs? I, got, I do got sexy legs. But go. if they want to take a peek underneath the skirt, they're going to have to go to OnlyFans. This ain't this That's again, all man. I'm saying. This ain't That's the all I'm times. saying. All I'm yeah. saying is I don't give no free peep shows. I don't know. I, I they I gotta say, pay for nine nine for that. If y'all want to see that man skirt pick, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> let us know. Sounds good. Sounds good. Hey Sam, man, why don't you tell everybody where they could uh, hit us up at? Oh, oh, for that man skirt. Oh, better yet, how about for anything else? I tell you what, if you guys want to post some pictures on there and want to see some more picks and hit us up on uh, the gram, it's the underscore hectic underscore hour but hey i'm sure y'all got your twitter fingers feel free to hit us up on twitter as well it's at hectic hour last but not least some of y'all want to send us some stories send us some questions hey we read them we read them all and that's hectic hour at gmail.com you know what it is y'all love talking to y'all third episode can't wait to keep talking Peace out. Later.